This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. I'm Emma and I'm Mina and we're from Tangata Tumutu Trust and you're listening to Pallyhood! <laughs> <laughs> Konnichiwa, and welcome to another episode of Polyhood 96.9 Plains FM. Sam and Sefa taking you into the weekend. Well, it's just Sefa today. Sam's got the day off, uh, so it's just me holding down the fort while Sam is away. Welcome to Friday. Welcome to four o'clock. It's almost the weekend, and I cannot wait to finally chill out. For I've got a pretty chill weekend, and it's to make it even better it's the long weekend, Labor Weekend, Monday off. So super happy, excited. If you can't tell, I am like smiling ear to ear right now. Uh, really keen to just put the feet up and chill this weekend. This week has been pretty busy for me. Uh, vaccination clinics, so I've been volunteering at those through work. And I got my second dose. Mum got her first dose. Um, and it was, yeah, it was a great turnout at, at work to have those people come through and it was good to have food, <laughs> food available, treats, snacks to entice people in. And yeah, that was, that was really fun. Oh, news this week that was really sad. Unfortunately, was the passing of Sean Wainui, only 25 years old, a Maori all black promising rugby player. And uh, most notable for their strong running style, dreadlocks. Um, yeah, again, Māori All Black, unfortunately passed away very young, only 25 years of, of age. Um, also, it was just one year, celebrating his one-year wedding anniversary. So shout out to the Wainui family and those friends and, and close relatives of, of Sean. Shout out to you guys, uh, condolences to you and your family, and yes, may mm, very sad to to hear such news of, always sad to hear of a passing of a very promising person or player, especially because his friends and family have come out and spoke very well of him. So, Manuelo uh, Malanga, Sean, have a good one also. Now, for uh, Upu of the Week. It's a little weird doing it, uh, a one-person podcast. It's so much easier to have someone here to bounce off. But yeah, anyway, Upu of the Week is Momoa. Momoa is a Samoan word for first. Momoa, or it's, yeah, you use it for first or before. So again, Momoa. Who, who was Momoa? Who was first? Or did you do this? Did you do this more? More have you done this before? Well, that's not really how you say it, but did you do this first? <laughs> but yeah, 
Uh, the reason why I bring where we I'm using the word more more is because Sam and I were talking one day. We've got a couple of uh, young young kids under us at the moment that we're helping to mentor and and help after high school, and they asked us about first jobs, and this is just to to get money over the summer. And yeah, that was fun to me and Sam talking about our first jobs. And like, it was good to tell them that we, because as a kid, you don't have any experience, right? No experience. So you can't apply for big jobs and, and, and stuff like that. But you, you've got to start from the ground up. So this is like a supermarket stuff. This is McDonald's. This is working at the dairy. This is just picking up rubbish, that kind of thing, for city council. Uh, anything you get hands on, and also being young and fit, you can do labour intensive work, uh, which is good, um, and it's a good place to start. So you know the ethic, the ethics of hard work. And my first job was McDonald's, and it was just it was cool to take that walk down memory lane. So that's what I'm going to talk about on this on today's podcast. We're going to talk about first jobs, and I'll throw in a bit of like what what the conversation also went down uh, headed down was: Have you ever been fired from a job? So I got two stories I can share there. Share there. One is my first job. The second is um, well, the question came up: Have you ever been fired? And yes, I have. And I will get onto that after this. Sun uh, tomorrow, people. Sa'ili le alofa. So it's the Samuel Samuel version of one of these songs that I really like.
welcome back to the show. If you missed the intro, it is just me, Sefa, holding it down while Sam is off. And I'm talking today about first jobs. Uh, well, in particular, I'm talking about my first job. I've had heaps of various jobs before this one, but this is my first sign the contract employment role um, as an employee. And that was McDonald's. And the reason why this was brought up was because Sam and I are looking after a few kids coming straight out of high school uh, as like mentors and just a bit of guidance, that kind of thing. And it came up, the topic came up, well, where did you guys work? What was your first job? One was McDonald's. And Linwood McDonald's for, um, to be precise on that one. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but anyway, it was Linwood McDonald's. I've got nothing bad to say about Linwood McDonald's because it was a good first job. And I will reveal that when I signed up, I was, this is 2006. Why did I need a job? I need a job because, uh, of course, I needed, I didn't need money, but I wanted money. And I was going over to Europe. So I needed some spending money for that. And I got this, I went in for my interview. Uh, they interviewed me straight away. Like I went to the counter and said that I was looking for work. I took in my CV and they said, oh, let's have your interview right now. Walked over with the boss, really cool guy. I've forgotten his name, but very cool guy. He goes, yes, listen, I'm going to hire you. Oh, no, he didn't say that. We have to do a trial. And the trial is you work half a day, you get a free meal, two free meals, and then we call you back if you did well and you start the following day. Of course, I passed that uh, first test. And it was, I'm going to say my time at McDonald's, was, which was only about eight months, was fun. It was really good. Uh, what made it good was the people. The environment that you work in makes the job so much easier. You could have a really sucky job, but the things that, the thing that will keep you there is the people. If you get treated right, if you get looked after by your peers, uh, then it's going to be a fun time getting up out of bed to go to work. The only thing I didn't like about McDonald's was, I guess I just didn't, well, I, I didn't want to be at McDonald's for a long time, but uh, I guess I just wasn't really keen on uh, making burgers for that wasn't my goal but anyway I've what's cool is that in my eight months I was there I did make a lot of friends and when I go back to Little McDonald's I can still see some of those people back from when I was working there and now like managers and managers that are still there so shout outs to those guys from the 2006 2007 crew I see you still working there I'm too shy to say hello Ah, well. Um, and it's, yeah, McDonald's was my first job. Um, and it really, it, oh, McDonald's, I gotta tell you this McDonald's came in clutch. Um, when I was growing up in high school, we had just started NCA and I really smashed it in my level one. I almost got 160 credits and 20 of those transferred over to my level two. I got the 60 necessary for level two. I ended up getting almost eight. Yeah, I got 80 credits in level two. So we went from 144 down to only 80 credits in level two. Level three, I remember only getting like 30, 30 credits. And you need, I'm pretty sure it was 80 you need. But um, when I, you know, 
in high school, I was just adding up all my credits that I would get, and it came to around 30-something, and I was so gutted. The NC, uh, I had did my exams, and I was hoping that I did pass uh, all of them. Uh, and, of course, I don't think I, I, I should have done way better in high school. I did very well socially, I'll tell you that. But uh, in terms of schoolwork and things like that, I did well in the subjects that I liked and the other subjects that were elective ones, I didn't do too, didn't do so well. Uh, but, so here's the thing, I got like 40 or so credits altogether with my exams as well. And I get the letter from NCEA saying, this is how many credits you get. Slowly open it because I know I didn't get my 80 or the 60 that I needed. Opened it. And then there were all these credits from McDonald's, all these level three credits from McDonald's. So all these tests that they made me, that all the um, training that they had me do at Macca's, it actually counted for credits. So shout out to McDonald's giving me the food and hospitality credits for uh, level three. You guys were a lifesaver because I had to show my mum and dad that and they were super happy seeing that I got my level three. So shout out to McDonald's. Thank you so much. And I still am paying you back by going in every so often and buying food. Actually, I will say my mum's favorite burger at the moment is the filet of fish. And I then we get that uh, every week. So it's her treat. It's what she loves. She's 84. She eats what she wants. And her number one food to eat is a filet of fish. And that's what we do. Yeah, that was my first job anyway. Uh, I needed the money for Rome. And it was fun. Uh, I was there from the time of working in the, what was called, it was a production bin style, uh, where they would pile up burgers. So, for example, they'd have like eight Big Macs sitting in there at certain time periods or had, depending how busy it is, they'd have a select amount of big uh, number of burgers in the production bin. So if you ordered a Big Mac combo, you just bang out, you just grab a burger from the production bin and put it in there. Uh, they were there for set times, so you wouldn't get old burgers. You, you were still getting fresh burgers, but they sat in the production bin for a certain amount of time. I was there for the transition into the new one where – you only make the burger if someone orders it. So the, that was interesting. That was, that was a good time. Um, it was brand new at the time when I started. Made to order is what it was, it was called. So it was funny telling these kids because that was my first experience of employment. And so because I brought up to them that you should try McDonald's. And they straight away shot me down saying, oh, I don't want to work at McDonald's. I don't wanna, but I was like, man, that's a good job. It, uh, that was good. They saved me for my NCEA. It was also good people that you work with. You got meals. You got looked after in terms of eating there. It was delicious. The, the only thing that I had a problem with or that was hard for me was um, because I was a high school student, my bosses were really good. So they would... Um, pull me right back in terms of my hours during high school. and But the only hours available to me were the uh, graveyard shifts. That sucked big time. My goodness, working, uh, finishing school at 3 o'clock, come home, watch cartoons till 4, and then it was the dreaded wait till 9 p.m. so I can finish at 5 a.m. That was a 
that was hard, especially when people were going out drinking that weekend and they'd come through the drive-thru, order tons of burgers. Oh, man, that was hard. That was the only thing I didn't like. But, but uh, yes, everything else was fun. I, I, one thing, I still remember how to make all the burgers. All the burgers on the menu, I remember before the Angus burger, Angus range comes in. I remember how to make everything else. Uh, here's a nice tip as well. If you go through McDonald's and try something new, get the, steam, get the bun steamed on your burgers. Delicious that way. So good. Yeah, but uh, anyway, McDonald's was my first job. Moving on, um, one of the questions uh, I got asked was, uh, have you ever been fired from a job before? And yes, I have been fired. I worked for, um, during the 2011 earthquakes, security companies were scrambling for security guards to look after generators, look after places of interest around Christchurch that were being looted. Uh, because they were stretched thin and, and yeah there was a lot of looting going on at that time not good so i um me my cousins friends all jumped on were asked to apply for these roles didn't even have an interview we were just told to show up at places go to the go to the security firm pick up the uniform head out there i worked for the biggest one in christchurch at the time uh and me and my cousin were put on two shifts and I remember that was pretty, it was good. You just stand around, make sure nothing happens. You do a routine check, uh, you do a perimeter check, then come back, just wait around. But uh, how did I get fired? Well, oh, mate. So we were, uh, certain the places that we got stationed were ones where hardly anything happened. And so they would only need one person to be, guarding certain places. And I remember this one office place that we had to look after. Um, oh, yeah, so you only have one person to look after. But me and my cousin would do would work with each other. So if he had a shift somewhere, I'd go with him, keep him company for the keep him company for the entire shift, and he'd do the same for me. Didn't get paid, but we still did it because it was just fun to – you just had someone to talk to. It comes to the my last shift uh, for the week, and he comes along super tired, and we were guarding this building, and we had to guard it from this office, and the office had couches, had coffee place as well, and stuff. It had a coffee machine and stuff like that. But my cousin comes with me. We'd been doing back-to-back shifts. I think we were well over 60 hours for that week. And he's there and he's like, oh, bro, do you mind if I just close the curtains for a bit? Close the curtains um, and turn off the light because, man, I am so tired. Can I close my eyes for 10 minutes? And I was like, um, yeah, all right. So he, clo- he closes the blinds, lies down on the couch, and turns off the lights, and he um, and I, I sit down on the other couch. What I feel is like 10 minutes. I felt like I had closed my eyes for 10 minutes. We're doing the night shift, so we did something from like, again, the 9 till 6.30 in the morning. What it felt like was 10 minutes. I literally closed my eyes for it as I sat there on the couch, opened 
my eyes and I see the next guard in the room opening the curtains um, and opening the curtains and he's like, oh, good morning, gentlemen. And of course, it's the, it's the boss. Uh, I look over to my cousin who came in uniform and he, you know, both of us had removed our shoes. Uh, we're just in our socks. Uh, my cousin took it to the next level and had his top off lying on the um, on the couch opposite me. And yeah, I the boss laughed when he walked in, saw us asleep on the job. And needless to say, we got no more shifts after that one. We didn't get told off or anything. It was just uh, a nice, friendly good morning, a bit of a laugh. We leave. And yeah, we never got a call back. It was funny because my cousin, t- my cousin will always always tells me because I blame him. I always go, "You're the one that told us, told me to that you were just gonna close the blinds, turn off the lights for a little bit of a a nap, and it made me fall asleep." And yeah, his always his rebuttal was always, "Well, I technically I wasn't the one working that night. You're working. You're the one that got fired." <laughs> but uh, um, the fairness, we both didn't go back to work for the security firm. So that that is always a laugh for me when I think about uh, jobs I did. How old would I have been doing that one? Like 19. 19 doing the... Oh, no. No, no, not 19. It would have been about 20, 21 and doing that. Um, the... And I don't think I've been fired from any other, any other job. It was just that one. So, of course, mistakes. Mistakes are made and you, of course, just learn from them. So don't take your cousins to go to work with you. Uh, make sure you stay awake during the job. Security guards, I've been there. I can say I've done my time as a security worker. Uh, shout out to you guys for having such a hard job. Uh, yeah, so being a security security guard during the um, earthquakes is definitely a very, <laughs> it was boring fun, different kind of work, definitely different from McDonald's. I obviously work in a different role now in education as well as a bit of uh, social work. But um, yeah, when you look back at your life's journey as to where you started, uh, it's it's fun to reminisce about times. I've also worked retail, uh, retail for a good chunk of my life. But um, yeah, what was your first job? Uh, think to yourself as you're driving home or as you're listening to this well, well, podcast, what was your first job? Have you been fired? Was it funny? Uh, I know for some people, actually, it might have been a bad time, so I do apologize. Uh, I do say um, turn up and where you are now, think about that you're in a much better place. I hope you are. But yes, um, definitely when I was younger, you make young kid-like mistakes, youthful mix mistakes, but yes, don't fall asleep on the job. It is dangerous uh, and you get fired for it. Definitely do not do that. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, actually, one more quick story. I've just It's just come to my mind that, yes, I did get fired from another job. Well, I got let go. So for uni, for uh, during the summer, we had to, it was good to find summer work so that you could have a bit of pocket money for Christmas. And I remember working at a factory <laughs> and I would this was so not my fault oh no maybe it is my fault 
I'm responsible for myself. But uh, a friend of mine, Numi, shout out to you in uh, Australia, Dubai, wherever you currently are. He's, he, he's a good friend of mine. Um, we used to work for a factory. We got a job in the factory. And what would happen was in the mornings, I would bike over to his house. And it was a fair distance for me to bike to his house. We'd jump into his dad would finish the taxi run for the for the evening, for the night. And he would take us to the factory to work. I show up to Numi's house and his dad comes in and he says his dad finishes a hard taxi run during the night, I guess, comes in and then straight away he's like, boys, I'm not taking you to work. I'm just too tired. So, uh, we both call in sick for that day. And yeah, that was that. Never got the call back from this factory. Uh, and yes, well, you got to be reliable for work. And it's definitely something that um, we'd like to promote and advice share with our young ones listening. Uh, you got to be reliable. Show up to work. We never got that call back and we had to go find another job. <laughs> but yep, those are my stories. My first job and my two firings that I've had. Uh, I am much better. Uh, I've, I've grown up, learned my lessons. I'm a much more better employee than I was when I was 19, 20 years old. So there we are. Thanks for joining me for this chat, and I'll see you back after this. Is someone in your family suffering from diabetes, heart disease, or respiratory illness? Contact our nurses at Tangata Atumatu Trust, and we will arrange for in-home support. Call us on 0800 Plus Speaker. That's 0800 727 434. Or contact us through our website, tat.org.nz. That's tat.org.nz. Thank you for joining me on the show today. Uh, just a reminder. Just to have, it's good to reminisce your first job. Have you ever been fired? Learn from those mistakes. Uh, and have fun thinking about where you come from in terms of work, your work experience, especially when you're doing your CV. Keep that up to date. But yes, if you've missed any of these episodes, you're welcome to download them from the Plains FM website, or you can check our Sam Sefer radio page. We'd like to thank Tangata Atamotu Trust for sponsoring the show. Have an awesome weekend. From Sam and I, Polly Hood. Hollyhood, proudly sponsored by Tangata Atumotu Trust. To find out more about us, call 03 377 2016 or find us online at tat.org.nz.